Have you been, Jason, have you been liking the pre-roll stuff that comes out? Or no, I mean, I know you don't listen to our episodes. Uh, excuse me. Why would you say that? When was the last, that? what was the last episode you listened to? You know what? I don't, I watch on YouTube. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I what watch was the on last YouTube. episode you watched? Uh, it was with you and uh, Dot. It was, uh. That was like seven months ago. No, it wasn't. I pulled um, that YouTube video up and it says seven months ago. Doesn't mean I watched it seven months ago. Yeah, but it's been out for seven months. That means you don't watch our content. I got two kids. I got jobs. I got a spider. I got a life, man. I'm doing the best I can. I mean, that's, that's actually not the last one I watched. The last one I watched was with uh, that. Uh, uh, what's his name with the see, Chris, Chris, really this, hard right now. this is what i have to deal with the lady <laughs> what, what you don't see is off screen he's got his phone and he's trying to pull up my youtube page and be like i don't dude you can do this <laughs> the phone's still there you can still do this look with my toes yeah oh I'm yeah gonna... no i got your youtube page bookmarked it's right on my desktop it's my go-to it's the first thing i look at every morning that's nice uh I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> What's up, fandom? I'm Josh, and today I'm joined once again by Mr. Jason Simpson. Hello. And we've also got a special guest today. We have Chris from Vlogging Through History. Hey, guys. How's it going? Ah, pretty good. Uh, Chris, let's uh, let's get right into it. Um, what'd you do today? Like, it was how, like, what'd you, what was lunch? How was what you oh, do gosh. for lunch? <laughs> so... Well, I, in addition to the YouTube channel, I am a uh, taxi service for my three children. And uh, so I drove to uh, cross country practice. I drove to theater practice. And then I came home and recorded uh, a 20 minute video for the channel on reconstruction, which left me pretty drained and a little depressed. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jason? Uh, I spent the morning uh, grading because I do teach some teaching uh working out uh, studio times for my students to record demos uh navigating schedules for my son's voiceover sessions because he's an actor and mine and uh that's that took a, most of the day nice uh and hot pockets by the way hot pockets about to say like that was good Everyone mm -hmm. needs a nice hot pocket. Yeah. Um, let them cool for a bit. Uh, I uh, had a fun day of surgery. Uh, not real surgery. More, what What would you call that, Chris? That was more of like a procedure. A, a procedure in which yes. the prep is worse than the procedure itself. Exactly. Um, and so uh, I am, like, I, I finally was able to get home. Um, finally able to eat solid food again, so yay me. Ooh. But I had a lingering taste in my mouth, so I went and I grabbed myself some uh, Bucking Birch beer from Wild Bill Soda, who's sponsoring this episode. Great see sponsor. That? See that? That is that is like almost flawless until I screwed it up and started talking about the sponsor. I mean, that's how that's how you ruin an ad read. But yes, Wild <laughs> Bill, our sponsor for today. Uh, be sure to go to drinkwildbills.com. Use code FANDOM10 at checkout. Get 10% off your purchase. Get yourself a nice mug, some delicious craft sodas. Uh, they've got peanuts. They've got barbecue sauces. They also have everybody's favorite beef jerky. jerky but it's not oh. just regular beef jerky. It's like pork loin beef jerky. Hello. Mm -hmm. Like pork belly. I got a pork belly jerky, man. But yeah. All delicious flavors. 
and they will get that taste of that terrible sludge you have to drink out of your mouth. Great promo. Thank you. I'm having some uh, PTSD with you talking yeah. about colonoscopy so much. Dude, right? Like, the, it will, it will, you're going to start tasting it soon. It'll just, it'll just Whoa. come at you. You'll taste something with lime in it and you'll be like, oh no. Wait a second. Oh, Wait no. a second. You had a colonoscopy? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had some dental work done because you're talking about tasting stuff. Oh, oh wow. No. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'm trying to get the taste out of my mouth. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not good. I didn't know uh, taste was involved with a colonoscopy. So, uh, the worst this part. Is, this is wild. Yeah. They go into your mouth, hey? No, no. Well, I mean, you can, you can, they can do both. Um, but Why no, did you like, do that? What does that mean? Because I guess they meet in the middle. I don't know so, how the human body works. So I had a uh, colonoscopy right there. And uh, yeah, like when, <laughs> if I go to the, if I go to a mechanic, I'll be like, there's something wrong with the trunk in the engine. There's something in there. I don't understand. Okay. All right. I am not a medical professional. Nor do I pretend to be, but I do play one on TV sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, man, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry to hear that, but I hope everything's fine. Not sorry. So you're not sorry that I, I had. Do you say, "Hey, I'm done. sorry you had a procedure"? I don't know. Yeah, you I, should say, "Oh, I'm oh. sorry." Like I hope you feel better. But no, anyway. So we've got Chris joining us today from vlogging Thank through you. history, and we're gonna talk about. Well, we're gonna talk about his channel. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about vlogging through history. So uh, it's been an interesting ride. I started the channel about a year ago. Um, I travel for my job with Rachel's Challenge. I'm a public speaker. I speak in schools. And uh, so I started the channel as an outlet because when I travel, I would go to history site, uh, historic sites, record myself visiting the sites, upload them to my gaming channel. Um, I started this channel as a way to you know, put all that stuff. And then COVID shut everything down. So I wasn't traveling at all. So I had some people suggest that maybe I should try doing some reaction videos where I watch something like a Sabaton song and talk about the history behind it oh, or watch somebody else's historical content. I did it. And uh, after six months of having a channel with just historical content, visiting sites, I had 300 subscribers. I did my first reaction video and within two weeks, I had 2,000 subscribers. And within another two months, I was getting 1,000 subscribers a day. And it just went nuts. And so I've been doing it ever since. Wow. Nice. And uh, you do a lot of like the oversimplified stuff, which honestly, probably my favorite ones that you do are the oversimplified ones. Just because, I mean, like the oversimplified videos are great. Yeah. And then, you know, your commentary on them. Because like I, I like history. That was my uh, major in college before everything died. Um but then, so, wow, I lost that train of thought. It, it went out of there. Everything um, dies. So I, I really like that. I, I really like it. But then when you kind of break down and give like, this is kind of what really happened. Like, I really love that, uh, that insight that you give. And I don't know how much editing goes into your videos, but it seems like you're like Johnny on the spot. Like every single time you're just like, boom, right there. It's, it's very little. And, and honestly, unless it, it, unless it's my original content, there's really not much editing. It's pretty much just shot in one take. And unless I mention ahead of time, it's pretty rare. It's usually a video I haven't seen before. So um, occasionally you'll see me kind of pause and say, hey, I need to look that up because sometimes I'll hear things that I just can't believe are possibly true. And I don't know for sure if they're true. So I'll stop to take the time to look them up. But yeah, for the most part, honestly, there's not a lot of editing involved at all. Nice. And that's, that's just, that's talent right there. Cause like the, the amount that you just kind of like pop mm -hmm. off, like I'll, I'll randomly remember stuff 
Like, there's one thing that I learned in sixth grade world history that I will never forget. Um, that is the name of the Duke of Wellington's horse during the oh, Battle of Waterloo. Uh, but Bocephus, no, uh, but something Cephalus, or I forget what it is. It Copenhagen. Oh, really? Okay, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else's horse. All right. Yeah, like Copenhagen. Or, like, Interesting. Like, I'll never forget it. It'll always be right here, like on my deathbed. I'll be like, there'll be nurses. I'll be like, the Duke of Copenhagen. It's Copenhagen, and then will be that'll <laughs> be my final words. Um, is there anything? Is there like? Is there like any like sort of like little nugget like that that has stuck with you since childhood that um, most people oh, don't really think. know? Uh, so you know. Go, growing up, I was known as the king of useless knowledge in my school because, yeah, because when all my friends were out like playing and having fun, I was at home reading the World Almanac and Book of Facts, which was the internet before there was the internet. It was like a little bit of everything, uh, that kind of stuff. And so I was always throwing out these like stupid facts that nobody knew anything <laughs> about. And um, for me, my favorite one uh, was always the the fact that um, – Oh, now I got to think of it. I'm losing a blank, uh, drawing a blank here in the middle of it. Uh, so the the fact that uh... I love it, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> See, I do this for a living, and then you put me on the spot, and I can't think of what I was gonna say. Um, no, pretend yeah. we're not here. Pretend we're oversimplified. Pretend we're an oversimplified video. So like, for me, it's always the. The, the family connections things. I did a whole video on this recently. So um, stuff like stupid things like Henry Halleck, who was the general in chief of the Union Army during the Civil War, was married to Alexander Hamilton's granddaughter. Um, you know, stupid things like that. Or the fact that um, General Patton during World War II, uh, his great great grandfather was one of the first generals killed during the Revolutionary War, stuff like that. So I just like those like weird connections that people would never even know existed. Nice. Uh, what about you, Jason? What's a random historical fact that you have? Going to put you on the spot now, since this is the court of useless information. Uh, Chris just hit something really on the head for me, though. And before I get into that, and it's that when I was younger, I used to have just pop culture trivia, and I still do to this day. Not history, but pop culture. And I would always say, "Oh, I know all this stupid stuff." And my dad said to me, "It just because you know it and." the majority of people don't doesn't make it stupid it just means that your brain works in a special mm -hmm. way uh so i always felt better about knowing all this stuff about uh pop culture M mostly movie and movies and tv and i never then ever felt uh, like i knew stupid info it's never helped me in anything except trivia games and impressing people but mm -hmm. otherwise that's maybe that's all that's all i ever needed uh as far as history goes uh you can just give us a random trivia give us a random trivia I'll take a random trivia. I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to be smart because uh, uh, um, but I I'm on the spot now. I was so in, intrigued with what exactly, Chris was right? doing. <laughs> I was like, "Tell me more, Chris." And now I uh, <laughs> um, come back to me. All right. So while while Jason figures a question out or uh, Google, a a thing random. a thing a random out. Uh, so Chris, like, what what was kind of like your main area of study? Uh, for me, there are two of them that I would probably, if you were to put me on the spot and say, what are your areas of expertise? One's the American Civil War, uh, which oh. would definitely be number one by far for me. And probably the other one's British medieval history, uh, nice. Wars of the Roses, the Tudor period, that kind of thing. 
Uh, who was your favorite of the... Um... Oh, I guess before Kings, like before Britain really kind of got united, um, like before Alfred was doing his stuff, like what was your favorite? Like, were you like more of a Northumbria fan? Or uh, I'm a like Wessex person. Yeah. Okay. And I, granted, Alfred's probably a big reason why. Um, but uh, Wessex always kind of was the area that I found myself drawn to the most, probably because it was it was the least impacted, I guess, by the Viking invasions because they were a little further away from all of that. So they kind of kept more of their identity as Anglo-Saxons than a lot of the other parts of England did. Do you ever think about naming like a child or a pet like Ethelred or anything like that? Like <laughs> my my wife, it would never would get past my wife's veto. So uh, we have three boring children names, unfortunately. That is worth a shot. You know, you can you can always give it a shot. You know, never never give up. Never give up on your dreams. Yeah, Ethelred the Unready just doesn't seem to work if you're trying to get him into college or something. I don't know. I mean... Uh, if I can interject for a second. Yes. I do know that the War of the Roses... Uh, By Umberto Eco? Starred Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito and was directed by Danny DeVito. Also Kathleen Turner and uh, I can't remember her name, something Sagebrecht, uh, but also a very young uh, Sean Astin. So carry oh. on. It's I didn't true. know he was in that movie. Did I get that right? Was that Umberto Echo? Did I get the Did I get the author correct of the War of the Roses? I don't think so. I thought it was. The novel I, was written by. Uh, he did a Harrison Ford movie as well. Random Hearts or whatever that Hearts one was with Kristen. Anyway, I could be way off. Uh, I'm just a movie guy. Time to go to IMDb. Oh, so it's the name of the rose. It's the name of the rose, which is basically. Oh, the of, the rose. Yeah, of course. Kind of, yeah. Of course. Yes. Very good. I was Absolutely. very, like, there were, the War of the Roses was involved somehow. So I was, I was oh, kind the of there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes place there. Never mind. Of anyway. the rose is in both of those titles. So yes, the mistake. rose. Yes. Um, Jeez, this is what. Gotta deal with man. Um, so, it's facts, man. It's just facts. I'm just, um, I'm just spitting truth. So, so the the channel's doing well, um, and you're you're starting to kind of like go into more, you know, different topics. I mean, like uh, it was a lot of the, you know, historical sites where you you just got back from uh, Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain's house, mm -hmm. uh, which also shout out some of the best initials JLC. Um. <laughs> Hey man, I was I was all about that. You get that nice. JLC. You gotta own it. You gotta own yeah. it. Um, so you you went there. So you're still doing a lot of those like uh, visits. You're doing a lot more of your um, kind of like not not really like retrospectives. Like when you're kind of like just like doing uh, your own videos, um, like the one that just came out on reconstruction. Um, what more are you planning on doing with the channel? Uh, the next big thing that we're kind of thinking about doing, which will be some more original content, and I'm never going to get away from the reactions because everybody loves those. Those are what grow the channel. So they're always going to be a part, but they're a means to an end for me. They're what allows me the freedom to be able to do some of this other stuff. Uh, I've been reaching out and making connections. I want to do some kind of living history where I get to actually experience, you know, I want to go shoot a Harper's Ferry 1855 rifled musket from the Civil War. I want to, um, you know, 
march in a formation with a bunch of revolutionary war people i want to learn what it was like to make soap in the 1500s uh those kinds of things so i've been reaching out um a friend of mine jd who has a a channel as well called history underground just got to drive a sherman tank out in gettysburg so that made me a little bit jealous and so now i'm kind of looking to up my game and do that that kind of stuff too a sherman tank in gettysburg it sounds like some time travel movie yeah there's a lot of world war ii museums in gettysburg wow could you imagine if the union army had a sherman tank just Just like one just Just one one. just like turn the tide i guess there's a there's a book it wouldn't be sherman though because that name comes from anyway oh yeah that's true (laughs) okay who would it be then just a tank it'd probably be a lee tank because really kind of at that time period if you're looking previous to the civil war history um light horse harry lee robert e lee's dad was like one of the cavalry guys that they would look to in their history so yeah well i mean Um, but technically real quick we could still call it a sherman tank we do have a general sherman yeah like we could still yeah and it's gonna cause a lot of destruction drive one drive it down to atlanta (laughs) oh i've just offended all the southern they uh, would get there like that man (laughs) there's a book uh an alternate history book by Harry Turtledove called Guns of the South. And in that alternate history, somebody goes back in time and gives machine guns to the Confederate Army. Uh, so I, I haven't read that one, but I know that that's a story that's been written. Oh. That's a Key and Peel sketch. Is it? They have a sketch where they uh, all of a sudden all the founding fathers have machine guns. And yeah, it's very funny. Can oh, I'm going to have to go look that one up after we're done here. Can I ask a quick question, Chris? Yeah. Is 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 are all of your videos uh, strictly on YouTube? Is this in podcast form? Because a guy like me, I need to get away from the screen a lot, and I yeah. do a lot of driving. So, well, a couple of things with that. I know there are a lot of people who do listen to the videos, like when they're driving to work and stuff, and it it, it works for that. Um, because other than um, you know, really just images for the most part, I'm just talking. It's like a vlog kind of thing, so they can they would work in that format. I've had a lot of people asking me if I'm going to do a podcast. I don't know if I've got the time for it. You know, I, I look at somebody like Dan Carlin who does these like four hour long podcasts and I wonder how on earth he has the time to do it, but uh, it works. My channel does work as a podcast, I think. So it's just basically streaming. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to talk for the every man here. It's basically just streaming on data, a YouTube video while you drive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. I have a lot of people comment and tell me that's what they do. They listen okay. to it while they're cooking dinner or while they're I've work, certainly that done that before, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. What you, what you could do is you could also um, check out YouTube Premium, get yourself some YouTube Premium, download that because you can download things with YouTube Premium on while you're on the Wi-Fi and yeah. play it while you're not on data it just goes since it's downloaded What's and data? this episode sponsored by YouTube. YouTube. I wish that would be amazing. Incredible. <laughs> uh, Brought to you by YouTube. Um, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Data? Would did would you did you want me to say data and not data? I mean, no. one's a Star Trek character. I was gonna say data is a Star Trek character, right? Yeah, right? yeah. No, data is is what, how you say it. Anyway, let's carry on. Uh, let, you're right. Let's carry on. Chris, what's your favorite Star <laughs> Trek series? No. Oh, oh. Oh, here uh, we go. Okay. Speaking of history, are you more of one of those Star Warsers? No, I like Star Trek better than Star Wars. Um, He's a good man. He's now, a good man. if you were talking about the movies, I like the original cast best in the movies. But as far as a TV series, probably a, a Next Generation guy. Although nice. I really do, uh, and I'm probably in the minority in this, I really liked Picard. I, I, yeah. I kind of enjoyed that. 
I was yeah, a, I was a Riker man. I like I like guys who uh, lift their legs over all chairs whenever they have to sit anywhere. <laughs> my favorite type of person yeah. is is the is the freaks. Um, but no, yeah, Worf. I'm, I'm Worf. You didn't ask me, but Worf. Thank you. My, I mean, dude, he's been in like six Star Treks. He's still my favorite guy. He's my he's my man. He's been how many movies was he in? He was in. He's been in more movies than. He's also been in movies of, not as Worf. Exactly. Yeah, he was Worf's grandpa. They're right? all related. All the Klingons <laughs> are related. I think that's a little race. Yeah, we're going to get Trekkies on us now, man. First, we're going to get the South. Now we're going to get the Trekkies. He plays uh, in in Undiscovered Country. Uh, He plays, uh, he's the the lawyer. Uh, 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 Really? I didn't know that. I can't remember his name. He's great in that, though. That's where he had first had that long hairdo. And then Mm -hmm. I think that came into play in uh, Next Generation after that. Uh, Tim Russ is in... uh... He's in six. He's in Undiscovered Country too, I believe. Uh, Tim, tu- Russ. Tuvok? Shout out to Tim Russ. Tuvok, yeah. Uh, wow, that that wasn't right. That was right. Anyway, so back to history. Let's the history of Star Trek. So back in <laughs> nineteen, no, um, yeah, like I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for what the channel has um, to offer because, like, it sounds like what you're wanting to do, which I am all for. It sounds like you're wanting to make a history channel show. But like in 2000, when the History Channel had history, history on it, yeah, that's what I watched all the time. Like I loved the History Channel, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Now we got Pawn Stars, Nice Road Truckers." Uh. I don't even know what they have now. I'm just like, this isn't the History Channel. But occasionally they still do some really good history stuff when they bother to actually do history. But like but even the then, sometimes they get watching. it wrong. Like I don't know if you saw the one. Uh, where they they did the series on it was like about Patton and MacArthur and all those guys and and they have Patton and MacArthur meeting on the battlefield which did happen during a battle in World War One but they got the wrong tank on the battlefield for that time period they've got Patton giving the wrong rank even though he's wearing one rank on his uniform he says something different and just stupid little things that I would have caught if I'd have been standing there on the set and so that kind of stuff's frustrating <laughs> but the Grant series was really good. You would be amazing to watch movies with. I, I when I watch movies with my wife, who's a medical professional, we'll watch be watching a scene and she'll be like, "No, nope, wrong. <laughs> that tube goes in the other end." <laughs> Stuff like that. It would be incredible to watch with you. I would love yeah, all those. I, I try not to do that because, well, first of all, like with my wife, she doesn't care about any of that stuff. Yeah. And uh, but I, I try not to be that guy, you know, it's unless good. people be directly that guy. ask me. But uh, yeah, be that guy. Well, know what we'll do? We're gonna we'll watch a movie. And we will all be that guy because I love that as well. I mean, <laughs> me honestly, like that would have bugged me as well because I mean, like general rank, it's not hard. It's just be my little general. That's it. There's not. It's not hard. It's there's four. Do you know it? Do you know uh, Jason? Do you know American? I've never heard generals? that before. Yeah, dude. There's a brigadier, general. major, lieutenant, general. Yeah. Of yeah. course not. Yeah. Of course I don't know that. Oh. I, I'm you a. Du- I'm the dummy here. I, I I am just sitting in awe of everything you guys know about. Well, your own history, of course, but uh, uh, we know other histories too. If we talk about uh, Louis Rial and the Red River Cart and uh, the whole, you know, I mean, I can start talking about that, but I oh. feel like I've lost you guys. I have, I have a complaint, Jason. Real quick, oh, stalking. Wow. Th- this is perfect because Chris is a history person and knows yeah. about history. Okay, Chris, I want you to watch, and you're gonna love it. 
because it is, it is the most revisionist history that you'll ever see. Oh boy. It's this it's this wonderful Canadian show that's been going on for oh. like 19 seasons. I want you to watch this show called Murdoch, Murdoch Mysteries. Mysteries. Okay. He yeah. creates Canada somehow, and this guy named Murdoch is the inventor of every single thing that's ever been created. Yeah. He and he meets everyone who's he ever meets been in everyone. Any yep. So he's Forrest Gump, but Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He meets and, he meets a young Winston Churchill who's thinking about getting into politics. In he meets like, Sherlock Holmes. He meets Sherlock Holmes, who's not even real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, this last one, he just met Charlie Chaplin. So let's be let's be very clear though. Josh, unlike me, I am judging that. Josh sounds like he's judging, but Josh loves this show. It's an amazing show. There it's, it is. Okay, it's good. Great. I'm glad you're being honest. It's got uh oh uh what is what is his name? Yannick Yannick Bisson. Bisson. Uh he's a Canadian he plays, treasure. Yeah, Canadian treasure. Like one of my real first interactions with Jason was I asked him about Murdoch Mysteries. This was like at the beginning of the pandemic. I yeah. asked him about Murdoch Mysteries and he said it's a Canadian treasure. And that is when our relationship bloomed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's ever aired here that I can think of, but where does one it's find it? It's everywhere. It is, is on it? Hulu. Watch it on, it's oh, okay, on Hulu. Okay, Hulu. I have Hulu. Watch it on so, Hulu. Okay. Yes. It's, or, it's a or fantastic... better idea, Chris. Better idea. Don't watch it. No, watch <laughs> it. You will be amazed the amount of history. There's an episode. There's two points of view on this. There's an episode where the CIA, no, I don't think we had the CIA in the 18 was it may have been the secret sir it may have been the secret service um it was like it's like it takes Jesus. place in like the late 1800s early 1900s they want to take over canada because if they Bad take idea. like they they know that global warming is coming oh geez this is a real episode they oh know that gosh. global warming is coming so they're like oh man canada's really cold and when global warming comes even if a lot of this stuff melts, Canada's going to be fine. So we should take <laughs> over Canada. That's a real episode that happens in Murdoch Mysteries. It's yeah. a fantastic episode. Don't mess with... Let me just say this, guys. Okay? Listen. Don't mess with Canada. Do not friggin' mess with friggin' Canada. Okay? Yep. Do not mess with the Toronto Constabulary. We... For that is what they are called. Cons constabulatory. I don't but listen, we, we are we're decent people for the most part. Uh, if we look into what's happening in our history now, that's, you know, but uh, don't mess with us. Our army is uh, we're. Have you ever heard of CSIS? Nope. CSIS and desist us. CSIS is our is our basically our our FBI, our CIA. Uh, okay. The fact that you haven't heard of them means that's a good thing. They're good at their job, right? They're good at their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's not, it's not like it's something like the KGB where we all know about that. Like, yeah. We all know about that. Josh, I want you to know something. Yes. It. I. I. I hope that you're. I hope that you have some sort of pride when it. When I say this. This episode of What's Up Fandom is sponsored by Wild Bill Soda. Summertime is upon us, so why not beat the heat with some delicious craft sodas? Wild Bill's has been creating unique old-fashioned sodas since 2002. Try some of their classic flavors like Rocky Mountain Root Beer, Gatling Gun Grape, Six Shooter Sarsaparilla, Bucking Birch Beer, and Blazing Black Cherry. Or taste some of their newest additions like Strawberry Cream, Blackberry, or Dr. Bill's. 
Head over to drinkwildbills.com and use code FANDOM10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. You can also click the link in the description and get your starter pack today. So grab yourself a nice cold soda and support the podcast. That was <laughs> that was the best. It's like, I hope you have some pride and then just dropped. <laughs> the timing was so perfect. The computer rejected you. It yeah. didn't want to hear it. Shut up, Jason. Because I always, Josh always thinks I'm trying to, you know, take over my podcast yes, take over and move it i always i always just feel like i'm taking up too much time so i always say okay let's move on because i feel like i'm talking blabbing on about something that's not relevant which i usually am but i haven't done it once so i just wanted to point that point that out and in doing so i have wasted a lot of time yes you did you wasted <laughs> so much time that the computer kicked me off okay here we go that was more of a waste of time than what you normally do yes i know i i, I recognize that now um yeah, so uh, let's kind of let's kind of get into it. Like the reason that I wanted Chris on because like I, you haven't really done one of these. You've talked a lot about you know really good, like uh, really good historical movies and historical TV shows um, that you you know you recommend to the listeners or, or watchers and viewers. And as a listener, watcher, viewer, um, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember Rome being really good. So I went and I rewatched Rome, and I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good. Show. That's good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah, we'll watch it. That ending, though. Uh, they rushed it. They, they, they rushed got canceled. It, yeah. it was like Game of Thrones the last season. They needed like three more seasons for Rome. I, to I 100 story, agree. Right? I, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, look at Octavian. Or, uh, yeah, or I don't remember. What, Augustus, I don't know what they ended up. He I becomes know. Augustus, but yeah, in the show, he's Octavian. Okay, yeah. I, did, I didn't remember if, like, he he turned into Augustus at the end or if he was. No, like, that happens actually years later. I think okay. in, like, 27 BC, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, so, yeah, well, I mean, like, when when it went from child, and then it's, like, he grew up in, like, three minutes, and you're, like, he was gone for two episodes, and now... Yeah, in the middle like of the season, he goes from being, a, uh, like, tw 13 to being, like, 20, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, wait, what? I mean, he's still, like, 13 years old here, guys. Um, yeah, uh, that was, uh, yeah, so I, that, that really kind of got me thinking about this episode, and that's really kind of I, why I reached out, because we do a lot of, like... TV shows and movies and comics and books and stuff on this show. And that's basically the show. Um, and it was like, you know what? Yeah. We, you haven't really like done anything where you've kind of like rated your favorite historical movies. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to rank our top five favorite historical films. I feel that Jason's and mine are going to be very different from yours based on <laughs> the, the pre-recording talk that we had. I don't know. We'll uh, see. Mine are for sure. Can I can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Are we gonna go like top five or start at five and work our way down? So we'll I didn't. I didn't number any of mine. Well, get on it. Because uh, that's how we're doing it, by the way. Oh, okay. See. Jay, oh wow. Yeah, there it is. Ah, take shoot. it over the show. Sorry. Oh, um, I got to rank mine now too. I, I yeah, just made see? a list of five. So. Jason's the only one who didn't do it. Um, so I'm really, the, into this. the criteria for this was um, historical movie. You're welcome, everybody. That was the criteria. Um, I didn't really want to go super deep because, I mean, there's so many like movies mm. that take artistic liberties that we'll never know. You know, I mean, it, nothing is going to be 100% accurate because there's a lot of history that's kind of boring. 
So it's not, you're not going to get like perfect history. Um, so it's, it's just not going to happen. So yeah, this like, to me, I was like, you know what, something that is, it's based in history. Um, there's historical events either around it or that are the, uh, reason for the film being made. Mm -hmm. Um, so I decided to go with probably what I think may be the most historically accurate movie of all time, The Last Samurai. <laughs> it's a good movie. Good I wanted movie. I was expecting more pushback on that because it's not actually on my list at all. <laughs> I was expecting oh. you to be like, what are you that last samurai and flip a table? Um no, it's it's actually not bad. It gets it's one of those ones like 300 that gets way more right than you realize it does. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot that's wrong too. I mean, yeah. you know, stupid stuff that didn't need to be there. But yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's Ed, it's Ed Zwick. He's a he's a celebrated director. He does a great job of uh, making that film. It looks fantastic. He's a great storyteller. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, my number oh, God, five. Five. Uh, I am going to go with uh, a film. It's an animated film. So this is going to be a very uh, a very different one, which I don't believe probably neither one of you have seen this. And we've done an episode on it, and we had the director on before. Uh, director's name is Dennis Doe, and it is a movie called Funan. And it is hmm. about his uh, mother and his older brother um, and how they are they get separated during the Khmer Rouge, and they have to find their way back together. And she wants to find hmm. him and then escape the country. And it talks about his, uh, uh, not his father, his brother's father. And he unfortunately passed away while they were making their escape. Her whole entire family basically dies. Um, so yeah, it's this whole thing. They, they are able to escape to France and that's where um, his mother meets his father. And so he's a French, yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal film. It is very heartbreaking. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, so it, the, to me, it is a very historical movie because it is literally his mother's journey. Mm. And it takes place during a um, very scary time. And I, I thoroughly love it. Uh, if you get the chance to watch, I think it's on Netflix or it was at one point, um, definitely check it out. Um, it's, uh, it's really good. I'm, I'm writing this down. Funan? Funan, F-U-N-A-N. And what we're going to do, everybody, we're going to put all of the uh, uh, our top five stuff that we talk about on this. We're going to put it, everything in the show notes so you can actually go and find those films. So if you've never heard of one or if you're like, oh, what was that one that Jason said um, that, you know, Josh and Chris made fun of? That one, you can go and you can find it. I'll put like a little asterisk next to that one. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, have you go next? All right. So I, I'll mention what I said to you, you guys at the top. I, I was very narrow in my scope being the history guy that's on the uh, episode today. I decided to go with films that um, are about a historic event rather than taking place during a historic event. So for me, a story like Saving Private Ryan was out because it's a fictional story that takes place in the backdrop of a real life event. Master and Commander, same kind of thing. Great movie, solid history, solid facts, but a fictional story. So, all right. So for me, number five is going to be The Longest Day. 
Oh. Uh, so there was that that stretch in like the 60s and 70s where they made all these fantastic World War II movies uh, where they used a lot of you know practical effects before the advent of all the CGI that we have now. And, um, you know, just pretty much every big star was in one or more of these movies in the longest day to this day. Um, I think really holds up because better than any World War II movie that I can think of, it does such a great job of chronicling one of the most talked about historical events of all time, which is the invasion uh, of Normandy on D-Day. So that was number five for me. Nice. That's good. Jason. Uh, I love that you mentioned that, that whole, you know, one of my honorable mentions is a bridge too far, Mm. which is, which is that sort of same sort of feel. Uh, all these great actors, Robert Redford and Attenborough and stuff. Let's get all the great actors and put them in here and tell a story of this one thing that happened during the war. Gene Hackman playing a Polish general. In Gene that Hackman, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, my number five is uh, a 2001 film uh, by uh, the very great, one of my absolute favorites, uh, Ridley Scott. Uh, a movie by the name of Black Hawk Down, which... Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, and, you know, honestly, in a lot of ways is like the modern version of those kinds of movies. Exactly Look at the, right. the guys who are in that movie who became big stars later. Ethan, Ewan Bremner, Ewan McGregor, uh, Jason Isaac, uh, uh, Orlando, name? Uh, Orlando Bloom, Nicolai, uh, Costa Waldo is in there. Yep. Eric yeah. Bana. Yeah, tons. So everyone who just said, I want to work with Ridley Scott however I can. Yep. So historically accurate, uh, I believe the 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 bare bones of the storyline probably is is, yeah. but I'm sure there's some stuff, of course, that they would add to just pack the story a bit. Yeah, love it though. I love. Oh uh, yeah, fantastic. And as as far as history goes, like you said, I mean, they got the important stuff right, which is really yeah. all you can ask for in a yeah. big Hollywood epic like that. Is get the important stuff right. We know you got to use artistic license for some things, but That's I think right. they did a good job with that one. Uh, my number four, um, it's a two-way tie, mainly because they're really not historically accurate, but they're a lot of fun. So I have, uh, I have Troy and I have, and I have Kingdom of Heaven. Ooh, wow. A couple of Orlando Bloom picks. Yeah. Yep. I I mean, I mean, we were on an Orlando Bloom thing. Sure. We'll, we'll continue it. Um, yeah. So I, I love both of those films. Um, also, Eric Bana. <laughs> Again, oh, Eric yeah. Bana, yeah. Keep yep. Eric Bana. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, fantastic films, both of them. Um, historically accurate? I don't know. Achilles? We don't know. Mythology? Yeah. Who knows? Mythology. Uh, we, yeah, was, yeah we'll, we'll go with it. Um, Kingdom of Heaven? There is a Jerusalem. Yeah. There we go. Uh, there uh, was a Salahadin. We, yes. So we are there. Um, well, even yeah. Orlando Bloom's character is a real life guy. He didn't do some of the stuff that they show, but it's all pretty loosely based on yeah. real history there. Yeah. there were... Par- oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm still in Troy. Go ahead. He did play Paris. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in Paris. Troy, but we have Kingdom of Heaven. Who does he play in Kingdom of Heaven again? Oh, what's his I name? I don't remember his name. Yeah. Bailey Balian is his name. Okay. Ridley Scott. And he was a real person. Yeah. Oh, Liam Neeson was his dad, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, Edward Norton as the uh, plays King King Baldwin. King, yep. well, yeah, yeah, great. Now I, I kind of want to watch Kingdom of Heaven. Four hours long or something. It was very long. 
Yeah, you know. Good movie. There's there's a lack of good quality movies about the Crusades. It's mm-hmm. a subject nobody wants to touch for the most that's part. Right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those. It's like I don't. We should. We should just stay. We should stay away. It's kind of like the Civil War. It's like yeah. there was that period like that we kind of had like in the late nineties, two thousands, where we had <laughs> some Civil War things, and then they were like, should we do it again? Oh, the Crusade. Oh, that reminds me to put Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves on my honorable mention. Ooh, one of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Not on this list. but Not yeah, on this movie. list, no. No. Okay. Oh, come on. I mean, that, for me, is still the definitive uh, role for Alan Rickman. That's yeah. the one I will always remember. Him oh, okay. We could, yeah, okay, yeah, for you, yes, absolutely. That's sure. It's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, he's always going to be Hans Gruber to me, but uh, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Probably a close second right there. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought you were going to t- say like definitive role for Kevin Costner. And we yeah. all know that that role is reserved for uh, Waterworld. Yeah. Oh, Best my gosh. Kevin Costner yeah. film ever made. Fight me. Uh, I, think you're, Chris, I think you might be joking, but I almost no, agree with you. It's, it's, it's an amazing film. I love uh, it. Love it. It's great. Uh, the only film based off of a Universal Studio stage show. Not correct. Really? It is not. No, oh. the stage show <laughs> yeah, came I mean. after the film, but it's fun to say that the film came because of the stage show. Always fun to lie. It's always fun to lie. And you can take that to the bank, kids. Chris, what is your number All four? Right. Number four. So I, I wanted to get myself out of the easy thing to do, which was to go with all movies that are set in war. So I went with a kind of a non oh, that's the rest of movie mine. for my fourth one. Huh? Um, so The King's Speech. Um, First of all, Colin Firth, that performance yeah. in that movie is for me like one of the all-time great acting performances. And granted, I'm not an actor, so I can't critique that stuff. Really oh, no, well, no. But... He's, he is f- 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 fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously, he doesn't look like George. But George VI is one of my all-time favorite historical figures anyway for what he did and what he overcame. In a time when really the only thing the king can do is talk that's like his one big important role and that's the one thing this guy can't do uh and yet he does it anyway um and just i I just love that movie it's one of those ones every time it's on i have to watch it uh just fantastic and who directed it it was uh um anton fuqua nope f gary gray uh no, it was um, what's his name, Mike? Something? No, I can't remember. Oh, boy. Okay, it doesn't matter, but it matters. But Jeffrey Rush, amazing. Yeah, good movie. Oh yeah, very yeah. good movie. Spard, uh, uh, spawned a lot of uh, a lot of memes and um, cultural, uh, not cultural, uh, pop culture references. So very good, very good. Okay. Player. I don't know why I mentioned that. I just did. Anyway, Jason, what you got? Uh, number four for me is a film uh, from 1980 by the uh, crazy, wacky, brilliant director David Lynch. Uh, the movie is The Elephant Man. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it all the way through. What? <laughs> Chris is weird, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's good. It's it's out of the box. It's uh, you know, a time period, like late Victorian era, not a time a lot of people make a lot of movies about. Okay. All right. Oh, that's it. Okay. Wow. There's no that's a terrible movie or oh, it's a great movie. No, there's just a No, no. I, I thought it was good. Um and and again, I mean some pretty big name actors in that one. Um yeah. 
trying to remember who plays the elephant man in that john hurt okay yeah who uh, else was in that anthony hopkins that's right a young anthony a younger anthony hopkins well 1980 yeah 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 so okay that one didn't go over well but uh it's historical he was a yeah. john he was a real man john merrick was a real man I'm I'm, so, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold my opinions because again I've not I've I I may have seen that when I was a wee child, yeah. And that would have been the only time that I ever saw that film. Fair enough. So yeah, yeah. Uh, my number three, I'm gonna go with a uh, Ben Affleck flick. Um, don't say it. don't don't say it don't do it. What not Argo? You're going to say Pearl Harbor. Oh, Argo's okay. You, you're yeah. going to say Pearl Harbor? Oh, no, no, it was Argo. Argo, great. Okay. Argo's yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> no, if anything, I would have said the Josh Hartnett film. Yeah, there it is, yeah. Pearl Harbor. I would say the Alec Baldwin movie, but yeah. There the you Cuba go. Gooding Jr. starring film, Pearl yeah. Harbor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I think Argo's a, a good film, Um does it take artistic liberties? Yeah, it does. Is John Goodman good enough to get away from those artistic? Like, do you not forget about like, to Always. forget about those? Always. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I think it's great. Like, it's a great story, um, especially when you read like more of like the actual stuff into it. Mm -hmm. But I think the movie does a really good job of dramatizing everything just enough to make it more interesting, instead of just like, oh yeah, here's a bunch of stuff on paper, and this is kind of what we did. And here's how we made everything kind of happen. Whereas, didn't the Canadians have a role in that? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there were some, some like the Canadian embassy was involved That's somehow right. in that yeah. story. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, yeah. The people who were held there that needed to be evacuated were Canadian, were part of the Canadian consulate or embassy. Well, no, they, they, yeah. were, they were American. They came they in were hiding in the, in the Canadian yeah. embassy. They were well, Americans, they, they, but they, they were. That's what I meant. The, yeah, that's the what Canadian I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I meant. Victor Garber plays the ambassador. Good old oh, and he's Victor great Garber. in everything he's in. Yes. Canadian. Titanic. No. Speaking uh, of Canadian treasures, <laughs> Victor Garber. Yes. That's right. Uh, Chris. All right. Number three for me. Um, cool for a lot of reasons. Number one, because it's historically accurate, but also how they made the movie. Tora, Tora, Tora. Yes. Oh wow! So Tora Tora Tora, if I if I you guys know films better than I do, they had two entirely separate crews that made that movie. One from the Japanese perspective and one from the American perspective, and neither one knew what the other one did. And then they brought them together. Incredible, I just right? think that's so cool, and still to this day, for me, the definitive World War II movie. Amazing! It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's right up there. Clint, I'd forgotten about Tora Tora Tora. Clint Eastwood, of course, did the two did the two. Movies. Flags of Our Fathers and Sands, Sands of Iwo Jima, yeah. but I don't think he followed that same, you know, I mean, he made both movies, so, but mm. that's uh, that's a wonderful way to do that. Let's just make these two and put them together and see what happens. Yep. Ah, that's great, man. Yeah. Very, some very iconic um, photography in that. Yeah. The kamikazes over the, with the sun, the sunrise coming, I mean, it's beautifully shot and there's such, it made, I'm getting goosebumps. It makes, it, there was such tension. Yeah. Uh, in some, oh yeah, the morning of, uh, yeah, beautiful. Wow, I gotta watch that again. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. This is making me want to go watch, uh, have a nice little marathon of uh, movies this weekend. Jason, uh, my number three is uh, the Bridge on the River Kwai, David Lean movie from 1957. 
Um, again, a, a host of uh, fantastic actors. Uh, Alec Guinness is uh, William Holden. I mean, it's it's incredible. It's long. And I think some people might watch it nowadays and say that's boring. I don't know. I watched it when I was a kid and I kind of fell in love with it. So good. And, and that's one of those in a, in a time period that's inundated with stories that have been told about World War II, probably more movies than any other historical topic. Uh, that's focusing on a story that doesn't get told very often. And I think that's what makes it really unique and, and a really good movie. And a very cool set piece, like uh, build the bridge just to destroy it in a film. That's amazing. Um, I'm going to go for my number two. I'm going to go with a more of a, like probably my most recent movie on here starring uh, Oscar Isaac and Ben Kingsley. Operation Finale. Great movie. Uh, I almost put for, that on my list. Yeah, The Hunt for Adolf Eichmann. Yeah, I I think it's a great film. Um, and it, it was one of those, like, I wanted to put Munich on there. And I was like, between Munich and Finale, I was like, I wanted to put one of them on there. So Munich made my honorable mentions. Um, but yeah, just Finale. It's just so good. And who, direct, who directed it and when did it come out? I've never seen it. Uh, it's only it, a couple years ago, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, hold on. Let me... Vamp. <laughs> Vamp. Uh, okay. Uh, Munich's, Munich, I love I love Spielberg. I always have. Uh, love Banna uh, and uh, the other dude in that movie. Who's the other guy? Uh, um, oh. uh, Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and uh, Kieran Hines. Uh, he's so great. And that, that scene where they shoot. Hey, they shoot him, and and the blood mixes with the milk, and the milk bottle spills. I mean, Spielberg has got it too. Yeah, Spielberg's got that. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, it is. Uh, Wolfie's, yeah, Wolfie's, yeah, yeah. Okay, the blade in the mouth. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I think maybe it was more of a Spielberg spectacle. I don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, it's not that accurate. Like, I don't know if it is, but when they infiltrate the room and they start shooting everybody, it's it's horrifying. Yeah, when when what you when you go into Munich, there's a lot of it that it's like, oh yeah, that guy that they killed, yeah, he wasn't actually one of the ones that did it. Right. You know, it's right. Like, and I think you, you can feel that when you watch it, but you're still yeah. I still get sucked in. But they it. don't say it. That's the thing. Like they don't mention the fact that you know, this like, guy's oh, not real. This, yeah, this guy was not one of the perpetrators. Yeah. Um, it was a 2018 film directed by Chris Weitz. Hmm. Okay. Who right. uh, famously directed About a Boy or wrote About a Boy. Wrote About a Boy. Okay. Wrote About a Boy. And Rogue One. He wrote Rogue One? And The Golden Compass. Huh. Okay. All right. Okay. He was, he was one of the writers, at least. I don't know how many. My favorite Star Wars movie, by the way. Mine too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He and Tony Gilroy did the screenplay. Tony Gilroy. Okie doke. Very good. There you go. So, Chris. <laughs> all right. I'm up. Number two, my most recent film. And to me, out of all the historic movies that I love, probably, I believe, the most accurate for me portrayal of a historic figure ever. It's got to be Lincoln. Oh. Uh, so, there's Spielberg again for you. Um, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln. Of course, he's great in everything he does, but uh, he became Abraham Lincoln. Everything I ever imagined him to be, he was in that movie. Uh, and just that the whole thing and taking, you know, a, a guy who's so well-known and so well-loved in this country 
uh, and, and focusing on one little three month stretch of his story, I thought at first was a mistake. And I thought, oh, why are they doing this? But it works. Uh, focusing on that fight for the 13th Amendment to get it passed and, and showing that Lincoln wasn't the lily white character. A lot of people yeah. think he was. He was willing to do the dirty things to get you know the means to an end. Um, on the yeah. Table. yeah, and again, lots of great actors uh, mm-hmm. in there. Tommy Lee Jones uh, in that role. Yeah, he steals every scene he's in. Um, just for me, uh, one of my all-time favorite uh, historic movies that I've ever seen. Just fantastic. Uh, we can't forget one of the best roles in that film. Uh, sticking on Star Wars, Adam Driver's in that film. Oh yeah, he yeah. he's in the scene where they talk about Euclid and mm-hmm. the, he's the telegraph operator. Telegraph, yep. Um, um, okay, so you were asking me about weird historical facts and stuff like here that. Here's one for you. One of the main antagonists in that movie is George Pendleton, who's a congressman from Ohio, who's kind of the one that's constantly like going at it with Tommy Lee Jones. His grandfather was Alexander Hamilton's second in his duel with uh, Aaron Burr. That's so there awesome. you go. And he was also the vice presidential candidate for George McClellan in 1864. That, that worked out well for McClellan. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing that I, I, I thought they, they would pro I, I, and honestly what I kind of wanted them to do a little bit more of was like show maybe a little bit more of like, uh, Stanton and Lincoln kind of butting heads. That was well, a little, that was one of the one thing like that was like the one thing that I kind of wanted in that. Like um, I think it maybe happens in like one scene, and that's when he kind of that's when he does the table slam because he hates his stories. Yeah, yeah. and like so, but that was that was kind of it. Like I wanted it to be a little bit more, you well, know, almost like a grudging type of you know that we get throughout. But I mean, we only have like what like six months in that. Yeah, film. and I think the issue there is by that point they had become good friends. Okay. A lot of the conflict between those guys happens early on in their relationship, 61, 62. Stanton's from Northeast Ohio. He's from Steubenville, right down the road from me. Um, and he's a, he's a Democrat before the war. And he's one of those, like that team of rivals that Lincoln puts together, all these people who really didn't like Lincoln and thought they could do a better job than him. Ah. But one by one, he kind of wins them over. And so even though Stanton still hated Lincoln's stories, he loved Lincoln. I mean, he's the guy that at Lincoln's uh, bedside when he dies says now he belongs to the ages um, and, you know, becomes a radical Republican afterwards. He's the whole reason that Andrew Johnson gets impeached is because Johnson fires Stanton and the Congress says you can't do that. And they have the whole impeachment because of that. But yeah, so I think that's probably why. Yeah. Um, I have uh, I have team of rivals on my bookshelf. It is an excellent book. Huge book, but huge. definitely well worth it. And that's actually the movies based on that was the source material that they used to make that movie. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, I did fun, not know that. Uh, fun, fun thing. If you guys want to uh, learn a little bit more about Ed Stanton and kind of like what's going on there. Um, one of my uh, friends of the show, actually, uh, Chris, no. <laughs> it's not, it's not way camp. Shoot. Uh, there's a podcast called 1865 and mm. it has, it's a bunch of, uh, voice actors and they basically do it. It's the an worst. audio, it's an audio drama. I know. Can you believe those voice actors? Yeah. Um, it's an, it's an audio drama and it literally takes, it kind of, it stars Edward, it stars Stanton and it literally takes place right after Lincoln gets shot. Mm. And so it's this whole entire bit about, okay, 
who's going to be the president? Like, what, what's what's happening? We have to get him. It's like, wait, was he part of like like there was an assassination attempt on him? But it's like, but was, he's a southerner and a Democrat. It's like, yeah. Was it a real assassination attempt? Like he conveniently didn't go to the, uh, you know, he 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 didn't go to the he he was sick or whatever in his hotel room, and so didn't go. It's like what's what's going on there? So it's this whole like conspiracy mm. thing, and it goes into like history of like everything that kind of goes on, and Stanton declaring martial law. Yeah, Stanton uh, really everything. took charge. He was the guy running things after Lincoln was shot. It's yeah. a it's a really good, and it kind of goes a little bit into. Um, uh uh lincoln's son was possibly having an affair with this one woman who was also probably having an affair with john wilkes booth alexander hamilton's granddaughter no <laughs> possibly uh but yeah like that th this whole thing and like there's some there's some rumblings on like there they kind of like you know bridge and bring a lot of stuff together mm. it's a really good podcast uh, i think they're on season three right now so hmm. 1865 really easy podcast Check it out, um, and I'll remember who it is that's a friend of the show that's on that show. Uh, Jason. Yes, my second, uh, my number two is, uh, well, it's a classic. That word is overused, of course, but uh, it's, uh, of course, Orson Welles' 1941 classic, Citizen Kane. Ah. It's a masterpiece. A lot of people consider the number one movie of all time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, strictly for me, um, I, yeah, there's, there's great actors in it. And Orson Welles is a great actor, but uh, I love just watching it from the technical standpoint, seeing what he did, what he put together to make certain, some of those shots work and how they, um, how they come together. It's beautiful. It's beautifully shot for every single frame is so thought out and uh, it's just a gorgeous film. Forget the story, forget the acting, just for me looking at the cinematography and the set deck and how they constructed each of those frames for each, for, for each scene, it's, uh, it's incredible. Historically, is it accurate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I honestly don't know enough about the history behind yeah. that to be able to tell you either. So. <laughs> the whole RKO thing, and yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly, but uh, I think, I mean, of course, it's based on a true story. So I don't know how much exactly, but uh, man, it's a it's a wonderful film. Nice. Um, I get a nice from Josh, who's uh, looking through Twitter right Rob now. Rob McCollum. Just, it's Rob McCollum. Please. I'm just glad that we've gone through 12 movies between us, and none of us have had the same movie on our list. Oh, so yeah. like, well, nobody's stolen anyone's thunder so far. So right, don't yeah. do it to me now. Well, I was really worried you guys would both have the Elephant Man, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you say that, um, let's go, but before we go into our number ones, we'll do honorable mentions, um, yeah. honorable mentions. I've got glory. Ditto. Uh, I have enemy at the gates. Ooh, um, that's good. That's good. I have Apollo 13. Okay. Houston, I mean, we have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Not, um, you know, super it's good. I also don't know how historically accurate it is, but it is one of my favorite movies. Zulu. Oh, Zulu is pretty I, good. I okay. just watched it like three days ago. And so, so I was like studying up on the Battle of Rourke's Drift and everything. Because okay, so, I was, I was um, like, the Boer War is one of those ones that doesn't get like any love at all. And then there's Zulu Dawn, which is about the other battle that happened at the same time to uh, Isla Nuana. 
Um, I didn't know there was another yeah, one. The, the stuff either. that Zulu gets wrong is minor stuff, like stuff that doesn't really matter. Uh, but the big stuff, it gets right. Yeah, Ike uh, and uh, Sir Michael Caine. Can't go wrong. Um, yeah, so those are, those are my, uh, my honorable like mentions. You only had three? Yeah, but I remember I also uh, cheated. I added uh, Kingdom of Heaven and Troy together. Oh, gotcha. And I'm okay. also adding my number one and number – like my number ones together. One A and one B? Um, yeah. So um, unfortunately, you both already mentioned them, and they're two of my favorite movies, uh, both with uh, the wonderful Sean Connery. It's okay, are, wait, are, Too Far and The Longest Day. Are you uh, going into number ones already? Yeah. I thought we were doing honorary mentions. Oh, you're honorable right. Mentions. Chris, you got any honorable mentions? Uh, okay, well, I'll make my honorable mentions movies that are outside my criteria, the ones that I think are great historic movies, but maybe fictional stories. So Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, phenomenal movie, very accurate to what would have happened in that situation. And I love Russell Crowe, Paul Bettany's in that one, fantastic. The kid, uh, speaking of HBO's Rome, the kid that plays mm -hmm. uh, a young uh octavian is in that movie the boy i yeah, was the boy. Uh, i was shortlisted for a role in that movie too were you yeah he was going to be the boy just an fyi <laughs> carry on uh, and cool story behind that one um they did a lot of like team building between the french fleet uh like the french crew and the british crew like they played rugby against each other That's and things awesome. like that to kind of really build the camaraderie and that the, awesome. and the uh, kind of competitiveness between them um and then i'll add um to that uh, saving private ryan just based on the omaha beach scene alone for me uh just oh but there's nothing like it uh i have amistad uh spielberg of course 19 1997 uh i have saving private ryan um my grandfather was uh he uh, stormed dieppe and mm -hmm. he was shot on the beach and uh, he told my dad about his experience just once in his life that was the only time he ever talked about it and my dad watched Saving Private Ryan and said, this looks exactly like what, how my father described his experience on uh, the beaches of Dieppe. So that has a certain place in my heart. It's a great film. Uh, Gladiator. I'm a big Ridley Scott fan. So that, who knows? It has, that opening scene with the Romans in the, uh, in yeah, the forest. Of course. Unleash Hell. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, did I one two three four five? Oh, I have six. I'm sorry. I'll go through these quick. Glory, another Ed Zwick film um, from 1989. I imagine you know a fair bit about that. How historical? I'm going to get to it because it may or may not be my number one. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it actually should be in my top five instead of an honorable mention. So I could probably take uh, the Elephant Man out. Uh, the Killing Fields, a uh, movie from 1984, directed by Roland Jaffe about uh, um, Khmer Rouge and. Mm. Um, also, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 1989, 87, 88, somewhere in there. Nice. I just watched the newest one. Was not a big fan. Not a big fan, no. Oh. <laughs> but uh, historical, very accurate. My number one, um, again, I, I like really historical films. Um, I'm going to go with uh, starring Matt Damon and Pedro Pascual. Uh, I am going to go with The Great Wall. Mm, I haven't seen that. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> your number one. Okay. Here's the yeah, thing, tell, Jason. Tell can you prove to me? No. Nope. Not historically accurate. I cannot. I cannot prove that. It's not. In, in no way. 
amazing. they fight they fight monsters that come from hell man like, yeah it's, basically it's it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird but i will say the amount of like the the action in that Oh yeah, it's, it's great. It's, if you just want a great little popcorn movie, watch yep. a great wall. It's Lots of different colors. It's very mm -hmm. colorful. Yeah, everybody's wearing different color suits of armor, and they, right. all those different suits of armor have a specific purpose. They're basically Power Rangers. Yes, basically. It's like, yeah. oh, you can hold a spear. You're gonna be blue. Oh, you can jump off a. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you can shoot with a bow. You're green. We're gonna dangle you guys over the side on ropes to do something. I don't remember what like be baby. You're white. You guys are white. So I was like, yeah. there you go. <laughs> um, no, my number one is uh, a tie between uh, a bridge too far and the longest day. Two films oh, wow, that man, that's great. I watch yearly. Mm. Um, I love the longest day. Um, I usually call it the longest movie, even though it's not. It's only like two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I really love it. I, and I really love uh, A Bridge Too Far too. Um, yeah. Just like seeing the sacrifices that happen in that, mm -hmm. especially that one dude who goes to get the am the ammunition and it was just a bunch of berets. Mm. That's like heartbreaking. And you're like, oh, it's just berets. It's just great. It's just a, it's such a sad scene, and you're like, oh. And then like, yeah, it's I I love I love those two films. Um, yeah, great great films. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt Jr. in yep. uh in the longest in the longest day, Phenom. Uh, yeah, I I think it's great. Um, John Wayne gets to sit the entire movie. That's like <laughs> a win right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, score like that. I mean like. Like what happens? Like oh, I got shot like five minutes in from like a random German guy that nobody saw, um, and it's like yeah, now I get to sit on this cart the entire time, and I love that. I think that's great. Um, you get a, a young Sean Connery uh, who I don't think is like credited in the film with a with a right. uh, with a uh, it's got he's it's a burn right or is it a it's a burn right? Does he have a hairpiece? The big gun. Big Does he have a hairpiece in that? I don't think so. I, he's wearing nah. a beret the entire time, man. Right, yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. He's with the Scottish Brigade, so they're all wearing That's berets. Right. And yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, great, great film. Uh, mm. Love them both. Uh, Chris. If, 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 I mean, so I already alluded to it. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Washington's first Oscar yeah. uh, for glory. Uh, he, uh, yeah, just for me. Uh, since Civil War is kind of my wheelhouse, kind of my area of greatest expertise, that is to me still the best Civil War movie that's been made. Uh, just phenomenal from start to finish. Even, you know, I mean, looking at Matthew Broderick coming, I mean, that's pretty close to when he did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's not too long after that. Uh, very different role years, for him, but it works. Yeah. Um, and Carrie Always is in that. Uh, Morgan Freeman. I mean, just Andre oh, Brower. Yeah, Andre Brower's in there. It's right. And just uh, to me, and I did a, a I have a series of uh, videos I do on my channel where I just show some of my favorite movie clips. And for me, the scene where you have the guy say, give him hell 54th as you know, the same guy that had gotten into a scuffle and talked about how blacks had no business being soldiers. And I found out later that he was one of the screenwriters on that movie. The guy oh, that nice. did that line, and he has since oh, really? passed away. But he was oh. one of the screenwriters for the movie. You have to look it up and see. But yeah. oh, that's a great fact. See, that's a, and now Jason's going to remember that fact. That's awesome. I love that's that. A fact that Jason will love and remember. I mean, that's crazy. That you know, in ten years' time, um, he's going to go from like Matthew Broderick's going to go from glory to being Doctor Nick Tatopoulos. Like that's 
It like that's like a mind blowing thing. From glory to Inspector Gadget. <laughs> that's a little bit later. That's a, that's a little. Okay, uh, that's Jason, cool. your number. Yes, one. my number one pick. Uh, again, from one of my absolute all-time favorite directors, uh, a movie from 1992, starring uh, possibly the world's greatest actor ever, uh, The Last of the Mohicans, mm. a film by Michael Mann. Um, the story of Hawkeye and Skinchcook and Uncas, uh, this family of, well, I don't need to explain it. You guys all know. Everyone's seen it. Although all I got from you guys was a, uh well, Daniel Day-Lewis, you don't need to add anything to that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he was talking about Alan Alda. He said Hawkeye, and I went Yeah, that's right. Hair, it's a mash, like, oh. yeah. The great Robert Altman film. Um, it's uh, partially nostalgia. I saw it in 1992, of course. I was just going into grade 12, my 12th year of school. And, uh, uh, man, it is just a beautiful, fantastic, uh, incredible. Wes Studi at his absolute best as uh magua he is uh, he's like a super villain to me in that movie he's incredible playing both sides the french against the british and mm. that standoff between chiginchkuk and magua on the top of the waterfall is uh one of the best things i've ever seen in film ever when he and another one of those things that his history that not a lot of people make movies or tv shows about not a very often told part of history and I don't know if that's if it how accurate it is. I can only imagine man did his homework, but I don't know if that very iconic heroic scene on top of the waterfall was real. But oh man, does it, it stuck with me from the very moment I saw it. And it, I, I probably watch it a couple times a year. Nice. So um, if you're wondering that the guy's name, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's Kevin Jar, J A R R E is the name of the Jar, guy. I think it's Jar. Yeah. Glory and Tombstone. Oh, yeah. A fantastic Michael Bean film. Why isn't Tombstone oh, yeah. on any of our lists? <laughs> no, Sam Elliott. It's a Sam Elliott film, just like Glory. Glory's a Sam Elliott film, too. Oh, you foolish people. That is definitely a Val Kilmer film. Oh, okay, fair. Somebody, uh, I wish I had it up here with me. One I of mean, my fans I don't think sent I'll me a be your shirt Huckleberry today. there with a... It's a shirt that says, I'm your Huckleberry, and it's got a skeleton, yeah. like, dressed as... Uh, as Doc? As, as Doc Holiday. Oh, oh great. Know, classic, iconic role right there. Yeah. Oh, classic man. performance. I mean, one of the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, steals the movie. Like, for steals sure. Steals it. Like, yeah, it's he's, gone. He's, like, when, when you think of, when you think Tombstone, you think Doc Holiday. Like, that's yeah. what you think in that film. Also, Thomas Hayden Church, Powers Booth. Uh, Stephen Steve, Lang. Stephen Lang. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Stephen Lang. Yeah. Powers it's, Booth for me is still a lot, probably the line I quote the most. Well, well, bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good. That's how you should end all of your episodes. Well, well bye, bye. <laughs> um, now uh, for for just a fun little bit, I'm probably not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, uh, just because you know, TV shows. Like I, there's a lot of like really good TV shows out there that you know are you know historical ish. Uh, that you know, you know, we don't get to like. You know, it's not a film, so obviously, yeah. Um, it could be a whole series on its own, and who knows, we could do a whole another episode just on TV. But I think for right now, we can just name some good ones. Um, not any sort of like ranking system, just like name some stuff. Um, so like I went with like uh, you know what? I'll let you guys go. I'll let you guys go because Band of Brothers. Yeah, uh, I was brothers. like, I'm gonna let you guys go because I'm like, 
Chris is going to have a lot of these on here and Jason's probably going to have a lot of these on there. So like, I've got special ones. Yeah. I have special I'll start, ones. start mine with Band of Brothers. So, I mean, the, to me, if there's, if I could only ever watch one thing ever again, it's Band of Brothers every time. And that's one I watch multiple times every year. I just wow. got to spend two nights down in Tacoa on the base uh, where they trained. We went up to the top of Curry and cleaned the mountain, cleaned all the graffiti off the mountain. Uh, next spring, wow. COVID willing, I'm going to Normandy and we're going to follow in the footsteps of those guys there. So that's for me, my favorite. That would be amazing. Let me know when you're doing that. I want to go with you if you're taking people. That would, well, that we're would be actually amazing. doing a group. We're doing okay. a group. Yeah, that uh, sounds amazing. JD from History Underground, who does historical site videos, is putting together a tour with like one of the best tour guides in Normandy that you can possibly go with. And he's going to take us around last week, April, first week of May, but I'll, I'll send you the details. Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. Uh, Jason, you got any? Uh, well, Band of Brothers was the top of my list. Yeah, same. Um, it's like, I don't know what you, which is sad because the Pacific is not good. It's not great. Hey, you know what? It doesn't. It, the problem is we go. It's oh, compared yeah, to brothers. Yeah. It's no right. band of brothers. Without band of brothers, it probably does okay. Yeah. Uh, and that. Uh, uh, do you guys know the uh, the wonderful Star Trek reference from Band of Brothers? There's a Star Trek reference in Band of Brothers. Well, there's a Star Trek connection in Band of Brothers. Hmm. Uh. No, I don't know that one. No. Uh, oh, now I have to, I have to, uh, what is his name? I lost the guy's name. Is it a, it's an actor? It's an actor. So an actor from the early, from the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm, you'd think. Now there's oh. another one speaking of Band of Brothers though, all these guys before they were stars kind of thing. There's so many of them in that one. Um, wow. Does he not even, did they not even put him on here? That's hilarious. Ooh, who are we talking about? Uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Like his name is escaping me. Uh, 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 who is Bane? Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy yeah, plays. Tom Hardy. Uh, He's Janovec uh, in Band oh, of Brothers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Plays, so uh, uh, not card. Shin, well, yeah. Shins. No, Shinzo? I don't remember. Shins is Shin? something like that. Shins yeah. on uh, the, Shin? the guy who's cloned from yes, Picard. Exactly. Picard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot not, he was. He's not was even him. on the IMDb. Oh, it's yeah. also because I was looking at Star Trek Insurrection and not Star Trek Nemesis. That oh, would be my go. issue. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Tom Hardy. Band of Brothers. What? Michael Fassbender is Fassbender's in there. Fassbender's in there. Um, um, who else is in there? McAvoy. Uh, McAvoy is in there. Yep. Uh, McAvoy gets shot in one he gets episode, He's which is Mary, very sad. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, Kirk uh, Acevedo, yeah. Acevedo, yeah. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, who's the guy that directed Simon uh, Pegg. Bohemian Rhapsody? Antoine. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, in uh, Lock, Sock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, but he played Tony yeah. Martin. No, he didn't direct. Wait, uh, Richie? Oh, no, 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 no. Not not Bohemian Rhapsody. He directed Rocketman. Uh, Rocket, that's it, Rocketman. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. What's his name? While you look that up, because we I'm had, not too, much, it up. We had too much dead silence when I was looking it up. <laughs> he played Tommy Martin, fault. so I'll find it fast. Here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, I also put uh, Chernobyl on the list. Oh, Chernobyl's yes. really good. I didn't even think of that. I thought maybe that was too soon, but that was. Oh, uh, I had Rome on the list. Okay, yeah. I mean, oh, that not performance the... by James Purfoy as Mark Antony. Oh, one of my all-time yeah. favorite so historical good. characters. Purfoy, like, yeah. Oof. Um, 
also put Mash on here because I mean the the what reason will be your it's, TV show. Huh? Oh, TV uh, the show. TV show. We're talking about TV show. The TV yeah. show, yeah. Um, I put I put Mash on there. Um, only because I mean, the, to me, it's a, it's a really good film. The only I mean, Sting It series. Um, I used to watch it as a kid, and it was it was great for me. Um, I uh, the really not historically accurate fact about that was because it's like the season, like the show went eleven years, and that's not historically accurate to the Korean conflict. No, so, no. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing, the only reason that uh, it's it's you know kind of far down on the list. Um, I put Dark Side of the Ring, uh, kind of historical. I just watched two episodes it's today. Kinda, it's kind of historical. It's about wrestling. I watched like, uh, the, the Ultimate the... Warrior and uh, Jake the Snake. Yeah, those are really good right. ones. It's a fantastic show. A, yes. Dexter uh, Fletcher, by the way, was the director. Dexter Fletcher, yes, very good. Uh, I also very have good. The Last Kingdom on here. Ooh, that's Love really the Last good. Kingdom. Really good. I tried watching Vikings. Like I watched all of Last I Kingdom's all better Last, than Vikings. Yeah, I watched all of Last Kingdom and I was like, people like rave about Vikings. I'll watch Historically Vikings. accurate though? Uh pretty no. pretty good. It's another oh. one of those ones that gets all the big stuff right and fills in the blanks a lot, but all the characters are pretty much their arc okay. is pretty much what their historic life was. Yeah. There's right, well, a future that does kill a uh uh uh, he oh, who does he kill? Uh, anyway, well, then continue. I put dead, I, I put Deadwood on the list. Ooh, I have no clue, that's all made up, but uh, those are real, think, ki- real people, <laughs> those are real people. There you go, playing <laughs> fake people in a real time in history, yeah. Um, uh, turn Washington spies for turns me, good. AMC. Hey, I was gonna ask you about that, I've not watched it but uh it looks good and again gets the important stuff right okay I, I just, cool uh, after it. i was done with that did a uh, read a couple books on the culper ring um really good uh stuff and you know for me john andre's story have you seen turn uh john andre is the guy who gets hanged uh, as a spy trying to help um benedict arnold turn historically he was the guy who was delivering the stuff to benedict arnold to get him to betray the Americans, and he gets captured. He's the adjutant general of the British army. Uh, and from all historical accounts, Americans were weeping at the hanging site when they hanged this British soldier because they had connected to him so much. And the guy who plays him uh, just does such a phenomenal job of making you love this guy to where it is heartbreaking when they hang him. Uh, it was really well done. It's just cool. like when uh, Hans turns out to be the bad guy in Frozen. Like, I wept. I was very sad and upset with Disney, and I still not forgiven him. I <laughs> also <laughs> just let it go, Josh. Oh no. wow! Um, I have uh, the Nick. No, nothing. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what the Nick is. The Nick it sounds. It sounds English. The Knickerbocker was a. Uh, it was a hospital in uh, New York City back at the turn of the century. It's not uh, English. Clive Owen. Uh, it's a hmm. Steven Soderbergh. Guys, really. Never, nope, never heard of it. K N I C K, the Nick. Oh, dudes, come on, get. All right, sorry, I'm not going to judge. You guys should watch it. Okay. Uh, Write it down. Mysteries. The Nick. Murdoch Mystery. Look how you just quickly just glossed over my choice. Well, it's, you stopped. You stopped explaining it. It's the. I, I don't need to explain it anymore. Pitch you you pitch, need to pitch. say. I don't need to. I, I, I don't need to pitch Steven Soderbergh to you. If you go, I need to watch that. I need you to pitch the Nick to me. Pretend, here's the thing. Pretend I don't know anything about the show. Now tell me There's, about it. 
I already did. And I said two things that should get should pique your interest. Steven. Steven Soderbergh. I'm I'm an average person. I don't know who Steven Clive Soderbergh Owen. is. I don't know who Clive Owen is. Then you're is useless. that the you're, guy from Shoot 'em Up? You're hopeless. I don't know. What was that movie Clive Owen did with was it Morgan Freeman? It was just not guys, I was not a fan. Children of Men. Children is of that men. it? The one where they're like in this like fantasy medieval time? No, yes, he did that, but that Children of Men is a beautiful film. Oh, you yeah. Need to watch no, if you haven't yeah. seen it. Shoot him up, he kills a man with a carrot. Come on, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, no, that's not it. But anyway, the Nick. That, if you Paul watched, Giamatti you makes it. me think of another one. John Adams. That's my Literally other one. John Adams. John yeah. Adams, John Adams phenomenal. One. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, very good. Poor John Adams. No, he's like he gets the. He's, fine. he's he the gets, forgotten founding father, yeah. but probably did as much as anybody. Yeah. No one remembers him. He's fine. Um, and then my last one on here, I'm gonna put Mr. Sunshine, which is I haven't a, seen that. It is a Korean drama. Oh. Uh, that takes place in like 1800s Joseon, which is Korea. Um, mm -hmm. And it is uh, like Korea's trying to, uh, they're having a, a, a really tough time right now. The emperor's kind of like meh. And so there's a, there's right some now. revolts going on, um, kind of. But like the, the Japanese are there and the Americans are also there. And mm. uh, they're, like, there's, a, there's a fight that happens and the Americans like unload on these uh, Korean people at the beginning, like one of like their first like interactions. And they end up taking this uh, Korean, like this uh, preacher ends up taking this Korean boy uh, back to the States whose family has been killed um, and then raises him him there. And mm. uh, his name in Korean is Eugene. And so he changes his name to Eugene and becomes a uh, Korean. Uh, he's, he's a Korean, but he joins Eugene. the, yeah, but he joins the, uh, the Marines. So mm. they're like, we're, we're going to be putting a new, uh, we're going to be establishing an embassy in Korea. So why don't we bring this guy who's from Korea over there? And they, he, he meets this girl and it's, it's hmm. a love story and it's got action and it's amazing. It's historical. It's a historical nice. drama. Um, fantastic show. There's, there's Japanese people there. So there's this dude who's a samurai. That's pretty cool, but he's really Korean. Is this your <laughs> is this your sales pitch, by the way, for the show? This is my sales pitch. See, I did a lot better than Steven Soderbergh and Clive Owen. I mean, like, I gave you, like, deets. All you said was it's about a hospital. So the only thing yeah. I can think is it's either Scrubs or ER. So I don't know what it is. So is it going to be funny Clive Owen, or is it going to be, like, not funny Clive Owen? I don't have to know. watch. I guess I will. I'll have yeah. to find out. Yeah. Um, Anything else before we uh, we wrap up, friends? Uh, I did have another that I wasn't sure was uh, was allowed, but uh, oh. yeah, it was a TV show. But uh, uh, sorry, I'm pulling up my list again. Uh, no, that's it. Again, this episode sponsored by Wild Bill Soda. Get yourself some delicious soda. Um, lots of wonderful flavors while Jason finds his last thing. You can get Gatling Gun Grape. They have a six-shooter sarsaparilla, which I don't believe is made with real sarsaparilla because I think they, I don't think you can make this up with like real sarsaparilla anymore, can you? Isn't that like illegal? Oh, is it? They, didn't they outlaw sarsaparilla because it can also kind of be like a drug? I could oh. be wrong. I don't know. I don't know anything about sarsaparilla. Um, yeah. 
anyway, Jason, that was ample time. Did you? Yeah, no, I'm done. No, it's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. All right. Um, How to become a tyrant. That it? Was that it? Um, And uh, all of the uh, 2D scenes animated by our friends over at Six Point Harness. Check out uh, the new Tignatero drawn on now. Contractually obligated to say that? Not. Um, Chris, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Where can where can people find you and vlogging through history? So yeah, on YouTube, vlogging through history, pretty easy to find. Uh, I think I'm got enough subscribers now that it'll come up pretty well on the search when you look for it. So <laughs> that's the way to do it. And uh, you also stream. Yes. Yeah. I, um. Yeah, I do some streams usually on the weekends and usually it's fun stuff, lighthearted, you know, going to tier maker and ranking the other one the other day was state flags. I did one ranking U.S. presidents and uh, here's the thing, here's the thing. You gave my state flag a B. The Oklahoma state flag, you gave a B. And I just want to say as a as someone you were you were correct it's it's actually probably deserves a C it's a very boring flag it stands for something cool but it is a very boring flag it, it was ranked higher than most of the flags like it i'll say that yeah i know? like i like it's 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 just bo- it's it's baby blue and then you've got the shield and you're just like oh I, I may have been influenced a little bit by the fact that I really like Oklahoma. The times I've been there, uh, the Oklahoma city bombing museum, by the way, one of the best museums I've ever been to in my life. Fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jason was going to come, but we couldn't get tickets to um, suicide squad. So he didn't get to, he didn't get to show up. No. Uh, Chris, what's the number one state flag? Number one state flag for me was, uh, I had a couple of them that I ranked at the top. It was uh, Colorado. Um, what else did I have up there? I think Colorado I had as my number one. In Ohio, of course. Yeah. Because we're not a flag. We're a pennant. So. Oh, okay. That we have to be count, different. Though. Just like that our, doesn't our, count, though. I, I don't think a pennant should count. Yeah, a lot of people say that. They're like, it's not really flag. It's like Nepal, but with American colors on it. So, yeah. Okay. Please do, can, please do the provinces next. Uh, I'll have to do that because I, I don't have, and it, they want me to do the uh, counties of England flags too. So oh. at some point. So yeah, I, I feel there's going to be a lot of like farm animals and a lot of text. There's surprising amount of farm animals and farmers going on on American state. Flags. Oh wow, there's I got it. Yeah, that reminds me of an awful lot of uh, 99% Invisible, which is a podcast uh, hosted by yeah. Roman Mars. I, did you watch? Do you listen to it? Uh, yeah, I've listened to it. Yeah, uh, basically, very, you can just assume similar. Like 30 American state flags are just a blue field with their state seal tapped okay. on it. That's oh, it. That's oh. all it is. Okay, cool. We need you to do like uh, national anthems. That would be a fun one. Ooh, yeah. That, that would be oh, a yeah. long one, though. Like, Russia's right up there for me. Russia's, oh, Russia's got a got the solid be- it, national anthem. It's got the best one. It's so good they had it twice. Like, And, and, and they don't get to play it at the Olympics. No. The best poor song, Best sung by Nikolai Volkov. Uh, you know what? Speaking of historical scenes now, well, it's not really a historical movie, but uh, the scene with the, the Russians and Hunt for Red October singing yes. their national anthem yeah. on the sub. Yeah, very good. I forgot about good Red stuff. October. No, I mean, not, not historical. I mean, U571's a pretty good one. Uh, what was that one with... Uh, I, I, and, like, I, I took it to stuff that I... If, like, if I hadn't seen it, 
I didn't put it on there. DOS like, Boat should probably be up there for historical films um, too. Yeah. Is uh the Imitation Game is that a uh, is that a good one? I haven't watched. No, it. fantastic. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Oh, submarine movies. Oh, so you weren't looking for no, submarine no. movies? No. Oh, no. I think talking, well, I, th- I know where he went with that. U five yeah. seven one. Yeah, I was an Imitation Game are yeah. connected in your brain because of the the German Enigma code. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Both of is pretty of, good too. Yeah. Imitation what? Game was fantastic. I, I think one of Benedict Cumberbatch's best roles that he's had. I mean, I would have to agree. I mean, yeah, he's pretty. I, he's good in it. I've not seen it. I'm gonna have to. Agree. Oh, I don't particularly like Benedict Cumberbun in most <laughs> of his things. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna put links to uh, all of Chris's stuff so you can check out Vlogging Through History. Uh, we'll put the Twitch on there. Um, yeah, do that. And yeah, he does the, the stream stuff, and then he'll rate your flag. And then he'll call it stupid. Then he'll yeah. And then I'll get all kinds of hate mail from people mm-hmm. telling me, "Why did you do that?" And my response is the same: "You're taking this way too seriously, dude." Sure. Yeah, yeah. You gave somebody a uh, you gave somebody like an F or something. Who was that that got like the bottom one? So well, it in it wasn't. I don't think in the state flags, but it was in um, when I ranked the states themselves. Being from Ohio, Michigan was an automatic <laughs> F without any consideration. That's fair. That's fair. Anything else. Amazing. And I got some pretty angry people over that. Oh, the poor Wolverine fans were, no, were sad. Oh, <laughs> I say that. I, I, Oklahoma's not part of that. We don't, we don't play Michigan. So, suck I, it, that may know? change though. They're talking about, uh, uh well, is Michigan in the, the, is Michigan in the SEC? I thought they were in the, the like the ACE. The, the AC 130 or whatever. Are we talking were. football uh, now or basketball? What are we talking? I think we're football. Talking about, yeah. We're talking about American football. We yeah. could talk. <laughs> we could talk uh, football. Football because Chris likes football. Oh yeah. Uh, what what's your team again? It's like West Ham? West Brom. West Brom and Albion. Yep. Oh, I'm a Chelsea boy. Uh well, I I don't blame you for that. They got Christian Pulisic, so America's great Pennsylvanian hope. I was uh, I was a Chelsea boy back when Fernando Torres was there when he was like when El Nino first got to the team and I was like yeah and then he didn't do anything. <laughs> My son's a front runner. He's Manchester United. Not that there they're front runners right now, but yeah. Everything I know about uh, football, I learned from Ted Lasso. So go Greyhound. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, also, love that yeah. show. Love it. Uh, Jason, what about you? Yeah. Where can people find you uh, social media wise? You got anything coming up soon that you can talk about? You just, uh, you just had a panel at Comic-Con. Yeah, there's a panel at Comic-Con. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Ter- terribly boring, but uh, feel free. Uh, that's his handle, terribly boring, oh, at that's, terribly that's boring. Not, that's not too bad. Uh, Instagram uh-huh. is uh, at Simpsons, and Twitter is at a boy Simpson, at a boy Simpson. Uh, yeah, we've got a panel discussing season four. So season four of the Dragon Prince is uh, coming soon. Not soon. Don't mishear me. We don't know when it's coming tomorrow, out. Tomorrow, guys. It yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's uh, it's a rabid bunch, and I love them all. But uh, we don't. I'm know just when kidding, guys. November thirteenth. November thirteenth. <laughs> I I have a contact at Netflix. It's <laughs> November thirteenth. Okay. Wow. That spread. You're in trouble. Uh, yeah. So we're in the studio recording, and they're busy drawing and writing and all sorts of fun stuff. It's uh, it's on its way. Is November thirteenth? Is that a? Oh no! See, see, it can't be. That comes out on the Saturday. They don't release on Saturdays. I have no clue when it comes out. Week. So whatever Josh Sorry, said is no wrong weekends. and a lie, and I do not know. So don't. If blame anything, me it'll come out November twelfth. Okay. If anything, yeah. If anything, there it'll be go. November twelfth, not November thirteenth. I'm actually a little scared when those sort of 
when those sort of leaks go out because uh, people, man, Reddit, they just oh yeah, they it. will jump on that. Okay, so I had uh, I posted that you know we watched the uh, that troll hunters thing early. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, thanks DreamWorks for letting us check it out early. Chris doesn't care about this. Uh, but he's still here because we haven't ended the show. Um, so, like, I I, I I sent a tweet. I was like, hey, thanks, DreamWorks, for letting us check it out early. Uh, you guys are going to really like it when it comes out. Um, that blew up. And people are like, how did you see it early? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you guys not know how, like, screeners work. Yeah. Like, we get to watch it early so that we can do episodes on it. Like, that's that's what the media is. Oh, well, you really undersell that. You should definitely say because, I mean, look at me. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in it. Okay, you can lie about it. Yeah. How do you know I'm not in it, Jason? Have you watched it? I could be in no. it. No, no, I have not. I'm not in it. There's like five people in that film. You certainly could, though. Yeah, I could have been in it if I tried and had an agent. I could, I could have been with Diego Luna. It would have been so cool. Anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom, on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes are available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify. You can check out our video content on YouTube. Uh, we're also on Amazon Music. I don't know how you access that, but we're there. So awesome. Uh, you can also find all of our stuff on uh, our website, animationstationpodcast.com, because I haven't changed the name because. The domain's still not up yet, so that's why we haven't changed the name. Um, yeah, you can do that. Uh, thanks to the sponsor for this episode, Wild Bills. Again, use code FANDOM10 out checkout. Get 10%. Get yourself some delicious craft soda. Uh, and also, thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. Um, they started going on tour again, so you can check them out. If you're in the Glendale area, um, check them out there. Uh, also, check them out on Spotify. That's 1 out of 10. Um, O-U-T-T-A-O-U. Boomer sooner. We're leaving the Big 12, guys. We're doing it. Um, yeah. Uh, what what are you guys' what are you guys' favorite teams? <laughs> We're just well, gonna extend think... this episode. Uh, a Buckeye. Okay. Jason, what about you? What's your favorite American college football team? Oh wow. I'm done. I am out. Can you just name one? Uh go Tar Heels. All right. That's a terrible choice. There, that's just go ducks for basketball. Yes, go ducks, go for, ducks, go ducks. Okay, Oregon, Oregon. All Oregon's right. not bad. They have cool unis. Very cool. Detail. They have really cool unis. That's the only reason I picked yeah. that because that's what popped into my head. Yeah, Oklahoma, not cool unis because they won't change the color scheme at all ever. Burgundy? It's thank you for Baker Mayfield. Crimson. Crimson. You're welcome. He is. I'm a Browns a, fan, so he is a uh, one of our national treasures. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's, he's definitely one of our state treasures for sure even though i don't think he's from here i think he's from, he's texas. from texas yeah <laughs> we claim him though we went to school here he's got a he he has a cool statue it's a bronze statue up by the stadium boom there we go and and i live right outside of youngstown and bob stoops is from here so yeah man how come all of our cool people go out there youngston by the way shout out to youngston ohio uh actually no Akron, Ohio. They're the Zips. And yep. Jason, do you know what their mascot is? If I'm going to tell you that their mascot is the Zips, what do you think their mascot is? I mean, you're not going to guess it. It starts with I, a K. I, I would guess a rabbit. I tell you, it starts with a K. 
I K, but if you had not told me that, I would have guessed a rabbit. But because you told me K, I would probably think like a kiwi bird. <gasps> kangaroo. Very close. It's a kangaroo. I mean, the kangaroo is so on the nose. I thought, go, go a skew of that. But okay, kangaroo. Yeah, I, I'm only 35 miles from Akron, so I kind of cheated. I knew that one, but I, uh, we you got also the Kent said, State Golden Flashes too. Chris, you also said Youngstown, and Youngstown. Josh said Youngston. It's Youngstown. Yeah. I, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do everything English. Okay. So I I don't include that extra O. Sure. It's like Youngston, mm-hmm. Disneyland. Like Disneyland. I don't do that. You just Spiderman, Batman, Spiderman. Exactly. I do Spiderman all the time. Not Spiderman, but Spiderman. Spider-Man. It's like I do Spiderman and I do Star War because it's all one big thing. Anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Iron Man. That's yeah. that's a good one. Uh, yeah. So fun stuff. Uh, also, Youngston. Uh, what do you think their mascot is? Starts with a P. It is also another pterodactyl. Very, ooh, very very close. It's a very it's a very common Ohio possum uh, animal. Yeah, oh, definitely. Animal. Yeah. Yes. It's a possum. So opossum starts with an O. No, possum, not opossum. Possum. Yeah, it starts with an O. I'm impressed oh. you know this, by the way. That uh, you know what Youngstown State's uh, mascot is. I played a lot of NCAA football. Oh, up, yeah. And I would always go to, like, Youngstown. <laughs> like, that was my team, just because I was like, if I make my character really good, I can win the Heisman here. <laughs> <laughs> uh they're penguins yeah my, my wife and sister are both penguins yep boom see that's that's penguin. a win yeah they're a penguin they from got, ohio dude, ohio's awesome they Youngstown got penguins and penguins. kangaroos Two and they call birds. the stadium the igloo oh, yeah. see, it's it's an awesome place they're, they're named after they're named after uh a bird uh yep. they're named after another bird and they're named after a marsupial it's yep. a win for everybody very good. And on that bombshell, everybody, thanks for uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for listening to What's Up Fandom. I'm Josh. Jason. And I'm Chris. There it is. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>